You're listening to the Alberta Health Services Strategic Clinical Networks podcast. In this episode, Tracy Wasilik and Braden Manns talk about SCN priorities, updates to the website, including current status and key accomplishments, and also address important COVID-related measures and initiatives such as working from home, AHS vaccination mandate, staff quarantine, and the COVID playbook. Hi, it's Braden and Tracy with our September podcast update. Big hello to the SCN family. Happy September. Tracy and I really hope you all had some time off over the summer months to rest and rejuvenate. We know you needed it. We'd like to also thank everyone for all your hard work over the last year and a half. Many of you were redeployed to areas of need within AHS, and those of you that uh, were not deployed, you picked up the slack to keep many of the SCN and AHS priorities going behind the scenes. As you know, Braden was also redeployed to cover for Ted Braun, awaiting Dr. Sid Viner to step into his new position. Uh, well, Braden has completed his term, and I, I know many of us, including me, are really thrilled that he is back to dedicating his time to the SCNs um, in his ACMO position. A big shout out to Dr. David Johnson, who was covering while Braden was away. We want to acknowledge the frustrations that many of you, and I know many across AHS, are feeling. Indeed, frustrations and in some cases anger about this fourth wave. And with things that are really beyond AHS's control, labor climate, the public health restrictions, and, and many other impacts. Please know that Verna and the executive team have been advocating on AHS's behalf with the government Alberta. And we really do have a strong leadership team at the helm. As, as you know, the fourth wave of the pandemic has resurged, and many of you have already actually been called to step up for redeployment. Uh, we want to thank you again for stepping up to support the organization and to really help serve Albertans uh, who need our care. And then finally, this fourth wave, once again, is going to create some delays for Albertans with other health conditions. This really highlights the importance of our ongoing work related to the post-COVID playbook. And with the fourth wave, we also rec recognize that there may be some delays in some SCN-related work, and we will once again need to be flexible to see what the fall brings. So, Braden, given that, I'm wondering, what do you see as our priorities for the SCNs in the next three to 36 months? Thanks, Tracy. Well, you're right. It's going to be difficult for us to resume normal day-to-day -day priorities as some of your teams are likely to be redeployed again. And some of the work that the SCNs uh, will be supporting will need to be diverted in favor of supporting pandemic-related uh, activities. So Tracy and I are going to keep a really close eye on this, and we'll be meeting with the SCN leadership teams as things progress to determine when we can resume some delayed SCN activities. And to that end, we're asking each of the network leadership teams again to look at their plans over the next 30, 60, 90 days so we have a better sense of where work can continue behind the scenes and where delays are anticipated. This is obviously going to be an important component of our operational planning, which is currently underway for the 21-22 and 22-23 uh, plans, year plans. So thanks in advance for your patience and support. We know it's not easy. So in that spirit, Tracy, what do we know about whether we're going to continue working from home? 
Well, I think many people were expecting that we would be back at the office uh, at the end of September. Um, the organization is working on a return to work uh, uh, playbook to try and help guide how we're going to come back to work. But just yesterday, we received a note from our executive team that those plans to go back into the office, office have been delayed until December 31st. Having said that, um, our playbook uh, plans to help meet staff and understand um, the different options that staff may have upon return in early 2022 is still going to be commencing over the next uh, month or so. So once the details on, on that are forthcoming, we'll be sure to uh, keep you updated uh, on how we're going to approach, um, I think, our new uh, working arrangements uh, for, the, er, for the next uh, couple of years, so stay tuned. And we also heard lately um, AHS is, is, is changing some policy around vaccinations. And Braden, given your SAG work and, and some of your um, work with um, Deb Gordon, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about the va vaccination mandate and what we need to what we need to expect in the coming months. Thanks, Tracy. Well. Not that any of us are getting together with people anymore, but, you know, we always used to avoid topics like religion and politics. I think vaccinations are another topic which unfortunately has become pretty uh, divisive for society and mandates even more so. But you will know that AHS recently sent a, a notice to all the staff, physicians and volunteers that vaccination by October 31st is going to be mandated and Tracy and I are both fully supportive of this. We've had we've had outbreaks in hospitals um, that have led to patients getting COVID, and patients have been harmed. Uh, so we're fully in support of the policy. But we know there's been questions, and actually, the policy is not finalized yet. And um, the, the, the executive leadership team continues to receive feedback. And as they're finalizing the policy. Um, they'll be making some small changes. Um, and so if you have questions or concerns, please feel free to pass them along uh, to Tracy and I. Um, but this policy will apply to people who continue to work remotely uh, because you may still be called into the office. And, and honestly, we've heard concerns from, from staff about wanting to feel safe when they come back to the office, which will eventually happen. So we'll make sure you're aware of further details as they come forward and as they're determined by HR. The next topic we wanted to update you on, we've, we've sort of mentioned before, but is this post-COVID playbook. So a lot of the SCNs have been participating in this over the last few months. For those of you who haven't been involved, we just want to sort of remind you that since March of 2020, due to the pandemic, we have seen significant changes in how patients have used Alberta's healthcare system. So in addition to changes in in where and how care was delivered, some patients have avoided seeking healthcare services. And those are expected to have an overall negative impact on their health, particularly for people with some chronic health conditions. The impacts of the pandemic on these patients are expected to be far reaching over the next few years. So the playbook has focused on the observed impacts, what the data has told us about the observed impacts of the pandemic on people with other health conditions or those who had complications related to COVID. And so it estimates what our future service requirements are going to be, how we might mitigate those, and the additional costs. It also has identified some strategies at a service area about what's urgent to implement over the next few months, 
what's more medium to longer term. And it's going to represent, and the playbook represents an evidence-based resource for, for AHS and will allow AHS to prioritize the work that's required to mitigate the impact of the pandemic on non-COVID patients and those with complications from COVID. So we also know that the, the AHS COVID-19 response has also resulted in some system-wide changes to how we deliver care. And actually some of those have been positive. Some of those have taught us how to implement system-wide changes quickly and effectively and efficiently. And we want to sustain some of those. So the playbook is sponsored by the clinical operations executive team. And we presented the playbook, the full thing, both to them and to the executive leadership team this week. And it was really well received and reminded, uh, and we reminded again about, we were reminded again about the importance of prioritizing what needs to be done now, especially with where we're at in the fourth wave and what can wait. Acknowledging this, we're now in discussions around how we ensure that the gaps identified and the strategies recommended are actually implemented into usual operational plans or they become additional new activities as appropriate. Uh, and it's clear that the SCNs will continue to support this work um, over the coming months. That playbook is going to go to the board in October so they really fully understand the impacts and the, you know, the plan that we've outlined for COVID recovery. I, the SCN should be really proud of the work that uh, you've done to support this effort. And we know our operational colleagues are really appreciative of this work done behind the scenes while they've been grappling with, with COVID. But that's not the only thing that's been happening recently. There's, if you've gone to the SCN website, you'll see some changes are starting to migrate there. Tracy. Thanks, Braden. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. This has been something that we've been trying to work on for a long, long time. And thanks to the efforts of Allison and Corey and Mikey, um, in early 2021, the, the, our team formed a working group with web communications and have been working to update and improve uh, the SCN website. And the focus really has been on how do we improve communication with our stakeholders. You'll recall when we did the roadmap um, interviews and set our roadmap for the next five years, a major theme was that we really need to hear from SCNs, leaders, patients, advisors, our academic and operational partners, and we need to continue to prioritize communications, but we need to find really effective ways to do it and streamline it so we get out the right messages to the right people um, in the right way. So through COVID, we've all seen the importance of the um, of uh, digital communications and it, we now know that digital communications can be an effective uh, communication channel for us. So how do we um, prioritize improving our web capabilities so that we can improve the visibility of our work and really effectively share the great things that you guys are all doing? But make sure the content on the site is current and relevant and accurate and really reflects who we are and what we do. Because we know not only do AHS um, AHS members hit the site. We know many people from other provinces, patients and families, and really people even internationally go to our site to look at what we're, what we're doing. So it's really um, important that uh, we have that current and re relevant content. We also wanted to address feedback from our users and improve their experience in finding and navigating information because everyone is so busy. So um, on top of that, we thought we could um, 
support diverse stakeholders and be able to learn more and engage with SCNs, really improve the cross-pollination across all of our networks. And then finally, support SCNs in using their sites as a means to readily communicate with their um, custom communities and stakeholders. So we really encourage all of you to go take a look at the site um, and see see the changes. Some key accomplishments I just wanted to uh, speak of. We've expanded our Pan-SEN content on the site to create a unified presence. This includes posting sh postings, shared publications like the SCN Roadmap, the Return on Investment Report, the Annual Scientific Office Report, the Synergy um, newsletter that you all contribute to, and um, as as new content becomes available, we hope that it, we can nest it in that Pan-SCN um, arena. We've added more multimedia content, including our podcasts and webinar recordings. We've updated the template to reflect the current configuration of SCNs and provincial program configurations that came out of recommendation 51 in the EY report and providing more continuity across the site in terms of navigation and the refreshed over, overall look and feel to best reflect practices in more current design. The other thing we're doing is migrating SCNs over to the new template and refreshing content in the process. This migration is complete for the medicine SCN, emergency SCN, and soon the nerve SCN. Revisions are also currently in progress for digestive health and critical care, and those should be launching soon. So um, we're really hoping that all of you will take a look at the site in, in the coming uh, month. We've been focusing mostly on the external site, um, ahs.ca, but we've also been updating content on Insight, as we know some users, particularly from frontline clinicians and providers, primarily use this as their gateway to the SCN site. So the rollout is going to continue over the next several months, and we're making steady progress. The feedback we've received so far has been very positive. Uh, we've come a long way in developing strong collaboration and processes between SCNs and webcoms that will hopefully make it easier to maintain and continuously update the site on an ongoing basis. And so, again, just want to shout out to our, our working group team members and ask you guys to all go to the site, take a look, and send any feedback you have to uh, Allison Strilchuk, um, Corey, and Cherninsky and or Mikey Mork. So there's still some um, rules around uh, coming to work, quarantining. It's changed quite a bit. So Braden, given your expertise in this area, can you update us on, you know, what staff should do uh, around quarantine in the coming months? You just want to make sure there's no confusion about this because the province did end at least the legal mandate for, for people to quarantine if they were in contact with somebody with COVID-19. But AHS has maintained a policy in this area. I mean, first message, if you're sick, stay home. Um, we definitely should not be going into work if have any symptoms that might be related to COVID. If you've been traveling or you've been in contact with somebody with COVID-19, the, the next step sort of depend on whether you're fully vaccinated or not. Um, so please make sure you've had a look at the COVID-19 return to work guide for healthcare workers and understand the details around required quarantine. 
in the email that you would have received with the link to the podcast, the link to that uh, to that guide is there. So please have a look at it. What Tracy? What has happened to the other work that we used to be doing before before COVID, and we sort of continued in the background around the Ernst and Young review? Thanks, Braden. Well, over the last several months, the SCNs have been supporting the acute care bundle of initiatives listed in EY review. And this work encompasses several major targets to improve acute care utilization across the 14 major hospital sites in Alberta. The targets are focused on reducing A loss, E loss, which means average length of stay to expected length of stay, uh, improving ambulatory service utilization, reducing uh, avoidable admissions, and trying to reduce the number of ALC days for for patients in acute care and really find better strategies for their recovery um, in other parts of our health system. Many of you are, are involved with this work and significant progress has been made to support operations in starting to develop a customized implementation plan to meet to meet their targets, but also to meet the provincial standards. And we've heard really great feedback from our operational colleagues that this support has been instrumental in helping keep this work moving forward. And while the work continues and will be continuing behind the scenes even during wave four, it's still a priority for the organization because it's really about doing the right thing and improving both patient flow, clinical outcomes, and improving efficiency and effectiveness for our operational sites. So we really want to thank everyone for their leadership and guidance. It's an ex we think it's an ex excellent example of how the SCNs, the provincial programs and operations, are working together to tr transform acute care. And we did meet with Deb uh, Gordon and Sid Viner last night, and, and they um, reinforced that this is still a priority. They did did though say that we're, we may have to slow a little bit of this work. Our team will continue to do some very targeted work behind the scenes related to implementation. But in the coming weeks, any of the formal provincial meetings that's bringing everyone together will likely be paused so our operators can focus on COVID. And um, we have been given some we have been requested to continue working on the audit and feedback pilot, looking at the evaluation strategy, and looking at determining some uh, detailed implementation planning and support tools uh, for the operators so that when they come out of COVID, uh, we can hit the ramp hit the ground running again. So Braden, still lots of work and um, underway uh, on, on that work. But I just wanted to let you all know that Verna has asked us to change our nomenclature from calling it the EY review to calling it the sustainability program work plan. So we're going to be shifting our, our um, in all our documentation, we're going to be shifting away from EY review to SPO work plan. So just uh, just so you guys know. Thanks, and with Tracy. that, over to you, Braden. I think to wrap things up. Thanks, Tracy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Tracy and I just want to send a big thanks to all of you for your hard work. If you've been redeployed, we know it's not your preference and it's not easy, but but it's so important to AHS and Albertans right now. So thank you. 
If you have any specific questions for us, please don't hesitate to reach out um, to your leadership or to us to discuss. We're totally committed to supporting you and communicating important information to you as soon as it becomes available. So welcome back from the summer. We hope you have a good fall. Thank you. You have been listening to the Alberta Health Services SCN podcast. If you have comments or suggestions, please send them to Mikey Mork at M-I-K-I-E dot M-O-R-K at A-H-S dot C-A. Thanks for listening.